Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey y'all. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Hi. Good evening. Oh, hi. Good evening, queen. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Wonderful. What an honor and a privilege it is to be here with always you. Always a blessing. Always, I woke up today. Always. In always. Oh, bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's motherfucking Monday. It's motherfucking Monday. And what is, what is today? Do you know what today is? It's the first day of Black History Month. Ciao. So we had to bring you black excellence today. And he better be that. Because I tell you, y'all. <laughs> We got a guest on tonight, or yes, today, ma'am. whenever you're listening. And baby, we didn't have some people on here now. I didn't have to... Listen, this is the first... We've made it, Shanti. This is the first guest who I have asked to come on this podcast, and they was like, all right, bet, 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 contact my manager. And yeah. I said, oh, my guy is a star. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> I ain't had to go through Miss Pam to get the Jasmine. Child, I said, "Oh shit, let me let me book the date." Then I was then I called his manager the wrong name. 
Call him Bob. His <laughs> name is Rob. To whatever his name. What's his name? Rob. Shout out to Rob. You, Rob. Shout out to Bob. I know who you are. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, we have a Philly ball on, and you will get to yes, know man. him, Mr. Armani White. Say hi. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing this evening? I'm speaking like it's more than just you two. How are y'all two do, doing this evening? Oh, we're fine. How are you doing, King? I'm I'm amazing, honestly. I'm uh I'm snowed in right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like really good weather for me. Okay. Okay. What about you? You know, are you guys both in New York or I'm in no. Philly and it's a vibe. I'm so happy to be snowed in. Wow. It's just so fun. I, it's, I like her more than you. Because um, I hate because you. She, you know, <laughs> I invited you on here. You disrespected but, me. No, 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 no. So let me give you context. Let me give you context. Not only did you leave Philly, that's mm. first oh, off. Wow. Yeah. Talk this, about it. Bef- okay. Before the podcast, she she offered to buy me a male romper. You know, and I think that says a lot. <laughs> I think that says a lot. So at that point, it's just like, man. If, you, you know, brought the ladder up the male is... romper, and I didn't say I was going to First buy of it. all, male rompers are cute. I don't like where this is going. I don't know why I even bought this. <laughs> They're <up>. so <laughs> cute if worn correctly. He had what a picture. Is no, you had a picture in your, um, what is it? Your overalls. And your whole issue with the male romper was that you were like, I don't want to step into a shirt. And I was like, bro, you stepped into these overalls, though. You yeah, could pull off like... a male romper. You gotta get I into it. it. Male rompers are are great. Have you have you seen a guy like you was you was out somewhere before COVID? You seen you you know you just seen a random guy was out and you was like, oh yeah, like he cooking that male romper, like he doing that. Like, yes, that's... you have. I haven't yet, but I'm yeah. Really I'm, not, I'm in having it. a hard time believing what she's saying yes. right now. I'm not gonna lie to so you. So many where. In the I city mean, of Philadelphia, maybe not in this. I don't. I don't ever see men in Philly where I'm like, "Yo, he's." It's very rare. That's fair. But in my <laughs> travels and pictures, I think they're so cute. They look <sighs> like the Dickies. Like if you think about the Dickies, mm, all mm, the full set Dickies that men used to wear. I'm not gonna let you do that. The Dickies. I'm, I'm oh, not, it's so know, cute. But it reminds might. me of that when they used to do like the full set. Niggas don't do that anymore. The full set of Dickies. Oh no, we still do with the thermals under it. We still do that. That's not the equivalent of a male romper. I like, think that you're similar. thinking of a male. Rom- I was being a smartass with the ones I was sending you. There <laughs> she are was cool- sending me silk. I was I was sending him <laughs> silk. I was sending him flamingo print. Oh no. Mm-hmm. And then one of oh, them no. was just wild. But no. I was like, you could do it. If anybody could do it, you could do it. I, I believe in you. I saw. I had a vision. <sighs> Satin scarf, I had silk a rocker. I, oh, there it is. Watch, Bomb. watch, watch the next cover. You, you get a, a cover somewhere. Right the stylist is uh, gonna be I like, got a scarf "All right, my hair is bad right now. My hair is awful." Romper. There's no such thing as bad hair, King. Uh, I mean, it is when you jump in a pool of chlorine water. I think it. <laughs> that's definitely the equivalent of bad hair. <laughs> I couldn't get it done before this, so right, you know we're gonna get into you in a second. Shanti, you got any updates? Oh gosh. What are my updates? No, I'm just snowed in right now with JoJo. We had a great day. JoJo Mm. went outside. We have a playground right outside from our house. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm not about to go outside with you and play in the snow, but I'll watch you from the window. So I watched from the window, and she went out there and rolled a snowman, and Hmm. two other little kids came, and she was, like, teaching them how to play with the snow, like, Make a, a snowman. They were having a snowball fight. And I was just so proud of her because she just, most kids would never do that. They'd be like, no, I'm not going out there by myself. They but wouldn't. she did it and she had a really nice time. 
What else is going on? Um, Black Star. I've been super busy. I've been helping with Black Star. Black Star Film Festival is mm. um, having a little runoff show called Black Star Live, and it's going to be basically like a nighttime show, like a, what do you call that? Like a David Letterman-esque show where they have talent and interviews. So I'm helping mm-hmm. them with that. Mm-hmm. So it's been very busy. That's kicking off in February, Black History Month. Um, What's up it. with Sable? We haven't had any Sable updates. Sable is doing a stable. That's all we need to know. <laughs> Sable... <laughs> Is stable. God, by the you. grace of God, we have a lot of stuff <laughs> happening. We're gonna do like a happy hour. We got we got stuff happening, but I've just been head down and focused. Shout out to all of the listeners who have purchased from Sable. It makes me feel a, a real deep sense of responsibility and like fear attached to it, but also because like you don't know the ins and out of a store you buy from. Like you don't know mm-hmm. the owners in an ins and outs. Yeah. You guys know all my fucking business. <laughs> mm. And you know, and then we're doing this like transactional thing that requires some trust there and like you know. So anyway, but shout out to you guys. I really really appreciate it. All the support and and kind words. But that's it. Praise be. Um my updates. Today I was like I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, but then I saw I went to um Yaba Shout out to Yaba. I went to Professional Black Girls page, and she had like all of these Black History celebratory kind of um, posts. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put on Sounds of Blackness, Optimistic, and get it going. So I was in here at like- What is this? You sent it to me, and I didn't. I was like, this is too positive. What was it? <laughs> You don't know that song? Uh-uh. Yo, as I long feel that. As you keep okay, yes, of course. Of course, sky. of course. Oh, you're such a I'm sorry. Human. Damn. I'm sorry. I thought so was I was a... in here. Like that Earth, Wind, and Fire? What? Wait, what am I thinking of? No, it sounds of blackness. Let me play it for these of youngsters. <laughs> I'm thinking of Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's which is way older than... Y'all know, y'all know that. Yes. You know this song. Of course. You're right. Uh-huh. You're right, Antoinette. I'm turning so it on I'm tomorrow. Like, yeah. So yes. I was like, I dare you to turn this on. I sent it to the... I, right. I sent it to the group chat. I was like, I dare y'all to turn this on and choose to have a bad day. Like, I dare you can't do it. And as mm. soon as I said that, I was dancing around, feeling good, and the underwire of my bra... Oh, gosh. ...stabbed me, punctured oh. me, and blood was everywhere. And I was like, fuck oh. today. And I was so <laughs> pissed off. I was like, yo... Fuck this shit. I'm trying to celebrate Black History Month. Like, I bled for y'all in order to celebrate y'all. It was like, it was like Bloody Sunday. I felt like oh. Dr. King. It was horrible in here. And I'm just like, <laughs> convinced. Dr. King. I did. I was Dr. King today. I was like, I'm fucking bleeding for y'all. Oh, Lord. But, baby, no. I, I just was like, that's it. These things got to go. So I'm, I talked to Amanda about it. And she was like, I'm going to help you do some research. We're going to get you this. This breast reduction. So, ladies, if you have one, please feel free to reach out to me because I need to know all the ins and outs because these things, Good. it's hard out Do you out think it would be a, a breast reduction or like just a better bra? No. Good question. It always uh, happens. Good question. You don't understand. Cheap bra First of all, you. Yeah. 
First mm-hmm. of all, my bras are like sixty five dollars. They don't mean it ain't, they're they. Good. They yeah. not maybe cheap. Need, bras. Maybe they need to be a hundred. <laughs> they're not. They're not going to be a hundred because I'm not spending a hundred when I just they. Got, I have back <laughs> issues. This is a long, longer conversation. So I'm, I'm done you, with it. I'm over it. Um, what else? Happened? Being a woman is hard work. Being a woman is really hard. Y'all don't understand. No, nah, we don't. We do not. <laughs> Y'all don't get it. It's really difficult. Um, but I was a, I was a guest on um, Om Noir. Do you know Om okay. Noir? Any of y'all? So it's mm-hmm. this platform. Oh, I'm the worst. Why would I not look the, this lovely lady <laughs> who invited me? What a she was lovely too. I'm I'm trash, but it's a platform for like black women. Christina Rice is her name. And um, it was like a virtual conference and it was beautiful. It was lovely. And it was like, it was for women X. We'll say that anybody who identifies as a, as a black woman. And it's, it's meant for, uh, you know, women to discuss like sexual, spiritual, mental, physical health, all the things. So of course I just, I'm just finding how funny it is that I'm getting invited to talk about like, sex so much now the hotels is out and I'm like if you bitches only do so I was on there and they're like so how did you um how did you like what was your journey to like sexual exploration and all this shit and I'm like uh so I just started cutting up I was like listen y'all I'm gonna keep it a honey I'm gonna keep it a buck like I'm the bitch just out here trying to be likable, faking orgasms, everything the fuck else. So if you want to have a real conversation, <laughs> let's have a real conversation. And so, but it ended up being amazing because the woman that I was opposite of was like a quote unquote sexpert. And she was so eloquent with everything she said. And my raggedy ass was like, duality, baby. <laughs> duality. And so they were like, well, they, then they were asking about the podcast. And I said, you know, you know, love and light, money and dicks, because duality is a thing. And they were like, put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. I was like, bitches, we got some shirts coming. So shout out to those people. If you're new to Around the Way Curls, I enjoyed um, that conversation. Um, And then I'll just have one more. I realized this week, everybody who listens knows that I've been like on a hot girl journey. I'm like, I'm going to be a hot girl. Like, I can yes. do it. You I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. It's like, yeah, I realized today, no, 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 no. So I'm going to tell you, this, some gentleman, I don't know who he, I don't even know him, slid into my DMs talking about, can I just, can I just send you some gifts just for being dope? And I, and I was like, why would you do that? Oh, do you, you like, fucking fumbled the like, bag. God damn it, Antoinette. Nah. No, but I wasn't even being mean. I was like, no, really. Like, who are you? Why don't you tell me about yourself? Like, it, you're not, it's not about money. It's not about an exchange. It's not transactional. Like, you need to understand that, like, just like trying fumbled to have it. this deeper intellectual conversation with this man. When I tell you he unfollowed me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like oh shit but he was like girl i'm just trying to i'm just trying to trick real quick like what are you doing I was right. like, but let's get to the bottom of why you feel like that's necessary you know like and why oh, do you think Antoinette. that i would want that fumble the fucking bag oh, so i'm just like yo girl i'm gonna get it together though i'm I, i'm gonna try to be a hot girl for like you gotta wait till the summer if the warm air brings different energy and god willing know. maybe i'm praying for some of that energy will be different you just you also can't just always look for a deeper meaning in a 
everything. Like but, sometimes, oh, especially but, but somebody just hitting you up, like I just want to send you some gifts. Yes, I was like, yeah. I love no, Sephora. A lot of things. That's my favorite a, place. I love Sephora. Please send me a gift here because I do a lot of work a lot for of a lot of people. Guys do that don't necessarily make sense to women or us. You know, like we might hear it from another person and be like, "Damn, dude was doing that." Like, you know what I'm saying? And and then we might go off and do the same thing to somebody else. And I don't know. It's just you can't question. A lot of these things, a, they're not meant to make sense. Mm, I'm Especially if you're being a hot girl. Wow. That was a bar. That was That's a bar, King. That's okay. what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> love and light. Love and All right, light. All right. Well, sir, if you're listening, I will accept said gift and shut the fuck up. <laughs> know what you're I Maybe you should have premeditated what you would want. Like, all right, mm. somebody wants to give I me something like... like that's so weird. No, it's not. Also, want... you need my address to give me a gift. Like, I need a no, PO box. No, he doesn't. Box. He needs to get you a gift card to Sephora. All you need is my email address. Send it to address. my email. Yeah. No, or but he had, like, gift, he had physical gift gifts in mind. He Like, he told me he had, like, items. And I was like, uh, it just felt weird. Nah. It was like, no, what? that was not right. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I did Something the right about thing. that. Shout <laughs> out to me. Good job, you. Yeah, physical gifts. Yeah, he was like already picked out for you. I would like to give you this, this. I'm not gonna name him because it's just awkward. But it was he, just like you. What? He named the. I would really want to know some what of the them. gifts are. Some of it was like his own merch. To tell me now what the gifts are. Yeah, nah, I'm gonna you send gotta drop it. You. No, like, you'd have to wow. say it. Some of it was like his own merch. Like I, I guess he's an artist. I'm. He got like uh, a little check mark. I ain't even like look. But it was like it was like Emmy Award winning some shit. I was like, "Who are you?" And I just wasn't interested. I didn't like his like Uh-oh. aesthetic. So I was really just like, "Well, tell me why you." Maybe if I thought he was like fine as shit, I, I don't trust like, yeah. no guy that put their accomplishments in their bio. I don't trust anybody that put Any, their accomplishments Emmy Award in their bio. Emmy Award winning yeah. producer. I was like, Ooh. I don't. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. He was an old head too. You know, the old heads love me. He was like, he might have been like mm. fifty child. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Papa. <laughs> Established, Papa. man. Big Papa. That could have been my big yeah. Papa. Yeah. Established. Anyway. Well. So, pray for me, y'all. I'm going to be a hot girl one day. Hopefully. We need like um, a, four like a right established hot girl. Like, four we kind of had an established hot girl, but not really. We need like a... Joy. Like a, Joy is a hot girl. No, Joy was not. Joy was Joy wasn't claiming it like that, like that. She wasn't claiming it like that. She Joy was wasn't not claiming like, it because she didn't want to get she didn't want her man to get mad, but her mm, she was like, My doing? man is in Dubai. I was like, ooh, hot girl. Say less. Joy, I'm telling you from experience, Joy is a hot girl. Joy is amazing. If you watch her work, you just like, wow, what a what a queen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we do. And so if you're a hot girl, please. Reach out to us. We would love to talk to you. We would love to know about your way of being. How do you get it done? Armani, what do you think a hot girl is? Because I ask a lot of people what a hot girl is, and they don't really know. Like, I, um, I fumble when I think about it. What, what's a hot girl to you? What's some hot girl right. shit? I guess, like, uh, hot girls is kind of like, from, from my understanding, a hot girl is someone that kind of, like, dominates and claims their identity as far as like sexuality goes and not not like almost not always in a sexual sense but just kind of like claiming that dominance of like I'm not going to be the submissive woman I'm you know like whether or not you make someone a submissive man is completely you know another topic but just kind of like you know uh I guess you know having having a dominant role in and whatever it is mm. relationships or 
Oh, so no money, no money, people. no, no. You're hung well, up on that money thing. I don't you think just, that's a high You don't want to just talk I about think that's the, how I think y'all the money, defined it for me. Transaction. I think the money thing was more like the city girl. Oh, see that? Lane. I never yeah, got I think it that's right. The, I think that's what differentiates the two is the, the, the money made it from hot girl to city girl. Wow. That is mm. it. I'm right here. I'm right here for you. I'm here Another all night. Another bar. I'm here all night. <laughs> well, then you're already a hot girl, Antoinette. <laughs> I try and be yeah, a city girl sometimes. Oh, yeah. I don't think I could do yeah. that. I ain't you built You try and scam a little bit. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not a scammer. No, you're not. I would not, love to be for like a week, you though. Said it's not I, you know when I would be a scammer? When we finally take that girl's trip, wear them wigs, and mm. and, and have those like other identities, oh, that's gonna be I'm going to so be completely fun. with the shits done. No, nah, you work. can't be a city girl without a wig. That's, that's also a thing. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a prerequisite. That's a prerequisite, yeah. Put that natural hair away. Mm-hmm. It, it got to be the neon one too. Yeah. Right? I want a, a I want mm-hmm. a purple one. That's what yeah. I want. I want a purple. I don't one. know about purple, but I, but I, I, I can pull it off. Yeah. Watch me work. All right, okay, okay. I mean, you lost me, but somebody else. Fuck you. Got him still. <laughs> I lost you from the romper, so it's cool. Yeah, right, right, right. We I'm already, already gone. We already not. We not here. Um. All right, pop culture. Uh. I don't. I know it's a lot going on. I know Ti and Tiny got shit. It's what in the okay? Okay, yeah, so break that down for me. Why? No, no, please, somebody break that down for me. I don't know. People are. I I really have not been paying attention. People are apparently they they invite people into their bedroom, which all right, get it done. Um, but then now the people are saying one woman said that Ti held a gun to her head. Yeah, I saw. I saw that too. Yeah. Um. But she said her story changed a couple times. It seemed that he held a gun to her head when he was like arguing with Tiny, and she was sticking up for Tiny. But then she was also saying that they sleep together. Then other all these other people came out and was like, "Yeah, we slept with them too, but it was, um, it wasn't consensual sex, so it's tricky." And they they've been quiet because um you know I'm sure their lawyers are like, "Don't say nothing." Well, t- Tiny, I don't think Tiny, not since people came out and were like, it wasn't consensual. Yeah, that's bad. I, the thing is, I think I think black people and wh- whoever, like, whoever the elected officials have been, like, trying to get on T.I. ass for a minute. Um, like, they, I think black people just don't like the way he talk with all the big words and stuff. And uh he and like, use them in the right context either. Right, he right. Well, I mean, any shit. I feel like anytime he goes on a public platform, he becomes a meme. Um, <laughs> like like in black Twitter. And then on the white people side, I think it's just been bad for him since the guns, uh, mm. since he got arrested for the guns. So this, yeah, this just ain't really helping the case like that. I just I I my uh my phone broke over the weekend and my first moment of getting back onto like into the internet. It was like T.I. and Tiny, sexual assault, sexual assault. Another four women came out. I said, oh God, my God. Yeah, what did I miss? <laughs> I don't know. I hope I hope that everybody gets what they need out of that situation. That's just tricky and sad. So Yeah. Hmm. But on to a lighter note. Um, Jasmine, y'all know that we only I'm only I'm only personally only talking about Jasmine. Um she had a I don't know. HBO had like a whole thing where they were like, tell our stories. Um, and it was dope. But she has another performance, another live performance. I'm telling you, like her live performances. She just needs to give us a live album. Like she could wait mm. another four years and then just give us a fucking live album. Mm. And I think I'm going to start a petition 
I think I'm gonna do it and really like piss her off. But I think that's where I'm at. Like I'm gonna buy a landing page and just do it because that's what I need. But this 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 performance is like so stupid. It's so good. I you know what? Jasmine's live performances are amazing and and better than recorded. But nothing like you think that that's the bar, but hearing Jasmine live in person, yeah, mm. is like this compared to even the live stuff. It's not even just like a little bit like, wow, she great, she gave a really great live show. No, it's like, no, it's like, like alien shit. It's like she yeah. gets in your skin, like, what the fuck, yeah, crazy. And then I can top that seeing her in the booth. Just come up with the shit off the dome. Where like you're like, you're not even like, she's not even taking breaks. She's like, all right, yeah, run that back. And then it's a completely different vocal take. Where it's like, that's just pouring out of you. How the fuck are Shut you doing that? Alien. Mm-hmm. Fucking alien. But I do want to play this one clip because people just gotta hear it. They just gotta hear it. Cause I was I was flabbergasted. <laughs> For me, like, what the fuck? How did you just drop all the way down there and pop back up? It's just stupid. It's stupid. What was that? Was that Tiny Desk? No. So this is the um, Tell Our Stories, which is now on mm. YouTube. Uh, that was by, through HBO. They sponsored it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because she didn't do this that one, Tiny Desk. She did, like, um, she did all the, the new stuff. But then she did... The song from Insecure, the sh- and she just fucking yeah. bodied it on there. Where like was, that was my favorite. The take. fucking I flow, was like, wow. Got a lot on my mind. Wow. I think I need in. I was just like, this bitch is trying me. Uh. Got a lot on my mind. Thinking I need in a bird to kill because of dying man. Can I get a man and get the space me? Bring in my head playing games me. Be where I took control of. Feeling like I can't breathe. I can't even hang with the homies. No reason not to trust me. I'm the lady, not a slave. You my nigga, now my master. I'll escape thinking who can I run to? Got me looking for a new dude with a chill boy who a nice time who can lay back, who won't pick fights, who ain't insecure. Ah. But you, you gotta, gotta be Excellent. We will link it in the description. Please take 20 minutes out of your day to watch that fucking set and get your life. And I can't wait to see her. Y'all don't even reach out to me on Sunday when she sings this goddamn national anthem at the Super Bowl. <laughs> the way I'm going to be, I'm not going to be well. I'm really not. And this is going to be Everybody's going to be able to see this now. 
It's gonna like, I just everybody's gonna yeah. be able to see it. It's yeah. just a whole other audience. And I just wanna know like who's who the fuck is singing like that? Nah, Man. it ain't that many people. Nobody. And, yeah. I mean <sighs> you guys are speaking from a much closer perspective than I am. Um I've always been kinda like a fan from afar, but I was like I guess I um in the mean like in the in between time like I, I remember it was two years ago or three years ago now I went on YouTube and just googled a bunch of Jasmine Sullivan performances and she got like a it's like a compilation video of like her at age seven to fourteen <laughs> or something like that and I was like damn like I really need something new um that kind of fits in this mm-hmm. you know mold of whatever R and B is now. And this last project was definitely that. I haven't been able to like sit down and fully digest it, but I think I'm going to do that while it's while I'm snowed in and all that. But yeah, that whatever you just played was crazy. <laughs> that was fire. Well, we're gonna get into this, y'all. But Armani is an artist, and he is sometimes he's an artist. We won't get into what kind of artist he is because I ne- actually don't know how to define it. Um, and I, I'm okay. interested in how we define it because it's um, I think it's limiting to say you're a rapper. Cause I I think I, it's deeper than that, but don't I answer now. It. Okay, okay. We're gonna talk okay. about it. Promise. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> um, politics is usual. Ciao. All right. Wall Street wildin'. It was a whole GameStop <laughs> fiasco, and mad people DM me, yo, like you gotta break this down on the Runaway Curls, and I was like, do I? I was like, I don't know what kind of because I baby the the amount of YouTube videos I watched. To, figure this shit out. So I'm going to do my best. And I'm sure it's going to be somebody, there are many people smarter than me who's going to write and be like, bitch, you had that all wrong. But I'll help out, I'll help out along the yes, way. Yes, help, please. Shanti, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know? Can you help? Do I can know? Can you help? <laughs> yeah, can you help me? Or no? Well, I can. Okay. <clears throat> all right. GameStop. So... You have the, you know, we talk about capitalism all the fucking time on here. Cash rules everything around me. So you have Wall Street giants, which are hedge fund corporations. Okay. And then they're like Goliath. And then you have the regular ass people like around the way curls. And Armani, well, I don't, Armani's a celebrity. We had to go through his manager. So maybe no, not no, him. No, no. <laughs> um, and here then you have go. David, right? We're David. So you have something called short selling and short selling is a mechanism in which you bet against uh, your own stock. So GameStop is a public company and that means that you can purchase shares of the stock becoming part quote unquote owner, right? That's how the stock market works. So if you think that the stock is going to go down, you can bet against it by short selling which means the owners of the stock can then lend someone shares, right? So you're lending somebody the shares that you have, okay? These are the hedge funds people in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's where I don't understand, okay? That's what, that's this. Don't ask I underst- me no questions. I can't answer them. Why? That, that's, <laughs> but that's the, this, this, well, I, this wait, part wait, about lending it and, mm-hmm. and how you make money off of it, this is what I don't understand. I'm going to get in. I didn't get there yet. I didn't get there yet. So, okay. Go ahead, Armani. Gotcha, gotcha. Help, help, help. I didn't get there yet. Um, you want me to keep going or then you jump in if I fuck up? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All keep right. going, keep going. So then <clears throat> the person who who's borrowing the shares, 
right? So I'm bar I'm borrowing these, which means I owe you I owe them back to you. So I'm borrowing these shares, but while I borrow them, I'm gonna sell them off in the market. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let some time pass, and then I'm gonna buy the shares back and give them. Then give I owe them to the person I borrowed them from. So I'm gonna get them back to them. But hopefully, what I'm hoping is by the time I buy them back, the stock has dropped. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. if I so yeah, yeah, if yeah. I have if 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 the stock was if Armani has twenty dollars, and then I'm like, yo, let me borrow that twenty dollars real quick. He's like, all right, bet. He gives it to me, and then I'm like, I give the twenty dollars to somebody else. They buy it, right? And then they that buy $20, GameStop. That's where I. That's what I'm confused. The, stick with the twenty dollars. They know, take the an analogy. <laughs> they, they take the twenty dollars, and then somehow something happens to the economy. That twenty dollars is now worth ten dollars only. Like yeah, she's not getting it. She's not getting it. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not relating it to GameStop. Like relate so, the twenty dollars so, so, and the well, ten dollars okay, to okay, GameStop. Okay, so, GameStop. So I can understand stock, so people get GameStop. GameStop. The stock. GameStop. GameStop. Oh, my bad. Y'all motherfuckers. GameStop. The stock, let's say it's $20 okay. a share. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So then I'm like, yo, 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 let me borrow that GameStop stock. From me, who I, I originally bought a share for $20. Then yeah. you as the hedge funder are going to say, let me... Let me borrow that Okay. Let me borrow mm-hmm. that. Let me borrow that. Because... Me, give me your $20. I'm the hedge fund person and I do this shit for a living. So I research this shit. I'm like, I'm betting against GameStop mm-hmm. because GameStop is brick and mortar. Yeah, yeah. People can buy their shit online. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit's gonna ba- go bankrupt soon. Mm-hmm. Like, let me borrow that real quick. Mm-hmm. So I borrow it. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna sell this joint through Armani because he's a sucker for $20. Mm-hmm. Then I let some time pass and I'm like, just like I said, this shit plummeted. Like, the stock is no... Mm-hmm. So then... I sell, I buy it back from our money for only ten dollars, but I owe you the stock back, so I give it back to you for ten dollars, because I I just got to give you the stock back, not the money. Mm-hmm. But I made ten dollars in the process. Okay, I understand. So that. that's what uh-huh. the hedge fund people do. Yeah. And so then some brilliant ass people on Reddit where they peeped and 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 it was it was actually like a real risk because there were. There was more money being bet against GameStop, right, than GameStop was actually worth. So people peeped this and was like, wow, they all these hedge funds are are betting against this stock and, and short selling. We can make a we can fuck them over and make some money if we all just buy into GameStop and their stock went up. And then the hedge fund people were like, Well, yeah, I think I think what I understand is that. Reddit had this huge community mm-hmm. of people, of small-time like- investors that were constantly sharing information with each other that had nothing to do with, like, professional investors. They had their own mm-hmm. Twitter world of, like, they had yep. their own lingo. They had, they had their own little community of investors. And so they're all, like, little, you know nerds on the internet uh, that had sentimental (laughs) value towards GameStop. Like they loved GameStop. These kids, these are young boys or, and women. I don't want to gender them that just like loved them, loved GameStop. So that's, that was the initial, before they thought they were going to make money, the initial thing was just like, let's invest because we have sentimental value 
towards this 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 um, company. Go ahead. I don't I don't remember reading anything about sentimental value, but that might be um that might be something. But well, to start the analogy I seen um one of my homies said it was like if you have so say GameStop is a skirt and you don't borrow the um you don't necessarily borrow like if I if I own shares in GameStop and you want shares in GameStop and you're a hedge fund, you don't necessarily borrow it from me. You borrow it from the broker. So the broker would be Robinhood or Ameritrade uh-huh. or E-Trade or Webull or whatever that is. Um, but you will borrow it from the broker. And so in a sense, like in an analogy, it'd be um, if you had, say GameStop was a skirt and you borrowed a skirt from your sister um, at $100, or you sold you sold it to someone at a hundred dollars. It was your sister's skirt, or it was Antoinette's skirt. And you sold Antoinette's skirt at a hundred dollars. She had no idea. And your hope is that the skirt goes back on sale for forty dollars at whatever store she got the skirt from. So then you can buy her that skirt back and give it back to her, and now you made sixty dollars. That's a great analogy. That's the way that that's the way that selling shorts works. We should have just let you say it from the beginning. I was trying to, but you, you, you was running. <laughs> you was running. I ain't want to stop well, you. I ain't want to stop you. <laughs> around the way, curls. Um, so, uh, so they, um, where was I going with that? Uh, so yeah, so with with GME, I think uh, I read, I read, uh, I read a post from like the the Reddit the Reddit account is called uh, Wall Street Bets or the Reddit profile channel. I don't get on Reddit enough to know what it's called, but um, it's called Wall Street Bets and. Uh, the moderator of Wall Street Bets, he was saying something about, I guess his personal tie into it was um, the recession of 2008. He was talking about how much that hurt his family and like, you know, how how it just had like a ripple effect down the line of him and, you know, the other people who came up around him. And it was just the same, you know, same scenario, just like hedge fund, like hedge fund capitalists and big banks just taking their money, dumping it into something and then, you know, and running it dry and every like all of the, you know, all of the poor people or all of like the the Davids, you know, like us, we all end up kind of taking the taking the short end of the stick while they just the rich get richer. So um, it was a, you know, once they found out that Citadel, I think it's called Marvin Capital or something like that uh, or Melvin Capital. Uh, the company that just put put $12 billion into GameStop sinking. And it was GameStop, AMC, and uh, one other stock. But once they found out that, they put into the Reddit that, all right, we all going just like, you know, throw in a GameStop and make GameStop go up because they got this much money on it sinking. So let's, you know, let's short If they're shorting, let's get them to lose all their money from shorting, you know, just based off of like, yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Just based on the fact that they're like, you know, they're kind of counting this stock out and just using this as a way to just kind of get richer off of our off of our money. So that's kind of what fueled it. It didn't, I guess at first it didn't seem like it was going to go as big as it went. And then Elon Musk tweeted about it, who I'm finding out is actually like the leader of the world. Uh, <laughs> we found this out in the past week, but Elon Musk tweeted about it. And then uh, a bunch of other, like the Warriors um, guy, Shamif, he tweeted about it, and a bunch of other people. And at that point, the stock went from seventeen dollars to forty to one fifty to three fifty, and then um, 
the government kind of just did like a laissez-faire thing and put their hand inside of it and um, they stopped it. They halted yeah, all Robin the... Yeah, Robin Hood um, was like, nah, y'all can't buy this stock anymore, which is yeah, hella well, illegal. Right. Robin Hood stopped it. Webull. And on all the ones that didn't stop it, I guess it was kind of like a... Um, it was like a either, you know, you pick one side kind of thing and they didn't, if they didn't want to pick a side, like if they didn't want to go on the government side and didn't want to go on necessarily like the trader side, they just shut down the app. So Ameritrade shut down, Webull shut down, E-Trade shut down, um, a bunch of other companies mm-hmm. just shut down because they was like, ah, I don't want to get caught in the middle of this. Like, I don't want to be, the you know. The implications get... of that is, they're so wild. Yeah. So it just, it became like a really crazy thing because the stock, I guess, because they just didn't think that people had that much power, you know, and like kind of underestimated the fact that like that many people could all band together and do the opposite of whatever it is that they were trying to do. So the stock just kept soaring and soaring and soaring and everybody was, you know, like it went from $17 to 300, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? That's, that's enough for, for it to say the complete opposite of whatever it is that they were saying in these shirts. So it must cause, I don't know enough, but it must cause some kind of instability that they had to, yeah, the they instability had to, it's is just not. That's not not. That's not the way it goes. Regardless exactly. the of instability who's is the hedge fund it. people run this shit. That like yeah, bit, you know that's what capitalism is. So when that mm-hmm. that you shake that shit up, and you show people how much power they have, you're like ho 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 chill 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 chill. Yeah. I saw somebody talking about, it and they were like, yeah, like all of these rich people are, are always saying like. Why don't people? Why don't why don't you people invest into the stock market if you really <laughs> want to get ahead? And then they invest in the stock market and they're like, no, 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 chill, 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 chill. Yeah, stop. I've seen that. I've seen it's that. It's like the <laughs> fuck, like so, but it's wildly illegal. My girl Elizabeth Warren was like, she was convulsing over it. It's like we have to yeah. have hearings. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. We are gonna stay tuned. But child, I have not been watching enough CNN. That's my only politics as usual. I know that Joseph Robinette Biden signed some shit where the federal government was going to stop investing in private prisons, but apparently that was Mm. that was a great move, but it's not enough and I don't know enough about it to talk about it, so I won't. Can Uh, you talk about this though? I don't know enough about this. Um, What's up with I hear Kamala or Kamala, Kamala Yeah, and like every time I see something about prison, I see a meme about her. Can y'all give me the backstory? She really not like she really that when it come to putting putting niggas in prison and all that. People felt that way. Some people feel Uh that way, but because she was a um, she's a she was a prosecutor, and then um, she had some unfortunate laws um, Mm. that she that she upheld in Mm. Cali. I don't I don't remember all of them now, but I know that one of them was that she was locking parents up of truant kids. And it was like, that's not helping truant kids to not have a parent. The fuck? Or she wasn't doing it, but she was at the top of the administration, you know, of the administration yeah. that was doing it. She since apologized. But she also has like all of these other like prison reform things that are under her resume as well. Um, so, oh, you know, no. it gets real tricky whenever there's a black face locking people up. Yeah, get real tricky. So, you know, I think she she's still uh, she's still trying to convince our cousins and them that she about it. But we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I, again, we gonna see. I know that we not gonna get these hundred million or whatever the hell he talking about vaccines in a hundred days. Because I'm like, child, you don't he have said no in a hundred days. 
He said 100 days. That's the plan? I'm like, they they just had to issue a statement saying like, so now people are getting the the first, you know, you need two vaccines, you need two shots. People mm-hmm. are getting the first shot and then the medical, when they go for their second one, they're like, nah, 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 you can't get it because we don't have enough. And it's like, but the, <laughs> the vaccine is not, it doesn't work unless I get the second shot. And they're like, yeah, yeah we got to get these people the first shot. But they're like, but it doesn't work. <laughs> so like, what are we yeah. doing? And, you know, people are blaming the, their, that administration, but I'm also like, they came into a fucking shit show and they keep revealing, like, there was no plan in place. Like, the Trump administration had no vaccines. Like, they were lying. And they also weren't given the information until God knows how long into the actual transition because he refused to transition. So it's tricky. I think Joey's doing his best. I know right now he's meeting with... Republicans to try to um, work across the aisle because they want to cut the stimulus package that was proposed by the Democrats. They want to cut it by two thirds. So, <laughs> which is like wild. Why? I'm like, who the fuck votes for these people? And it's poor white people yeah. that vote for. I'm like, what are y'all doing? But they want to cut it by two thirds. And instead of just telling them, fuck you, no. He invited them into his office to discuss, and um, apparently, like the meeting has was supposed to be over hours ago, and he's like blown off all his other meetings because he's like, "We have to work across the aisle. I made this promise. I have to work with these people in order to get their people in line over in like the North Dakota and shit. So like, I'm gonna listen and I'm gonna try to reason with these fools. So whatever comes from these talks is going to be." Uh, Give us a lot of insight on what we can expect. You know what fucked me up, though? It's like, what person in a suit just looks at, like, complete disaster and turmoil, and he's like, damn, they doing bad. Let's cut a couple hundred dollars. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? It's (laughs) wild. It is wild. They want to bail out companies. They don't want to give people money. And, and, you know, that's... Child, their whole thing is lift yourself up by the bootstrap, right? But okay, uh, so we gonna uh, see. We gonna see if Joey, you know, he owe us some money. We gonna see if he come through. Two thousand dollars, child. I wouldn't even $2, get two thousand dollars. I need a kid. You need a kid to get two thousand dollars. He ain't say that. Well, I got, I got six hundred. Damn boy to get another fourteen, right? Where you get six hundred dollars? Joey. Joey gave you six hundred dollars. When? Like a month ago. Yeah, that's right, right. right? Yeah. For the first, know. not Joey, for the yeah. other, the most recent stimulus check. Oh, Trump Donnie, did? Donnie had jumped. Yeah, yeah, one of them gave me. I, whoever gave, somebody gave somebody me. Somebody gave me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I ain't really look at the I check. I just put it. it in my bank. No, $600. Yeah. It's just like, mm, Trump change. Somebody, I didn't yeah, even somebody. realize it was Shut in my up. joke or not. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Shanti, do you want to... Um, Get, do the shout outs. Oh, I don't have that up on my screen. I got y'all faces. Oh, right Sheila. On my right now. Got it. Stay ready. You don't have to get ready. Mm, tell her again. Tell her again. She ain't here. She's a queen. She takes her time and we wait. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, praise be to God, we have some <laughs> new Patreon followers. Patreon is our visual aspect. Of the podcast. Mm-hmm. If you want to see our faces, 
you want to see Mr. Armani White's face to go with his velvet voice, then you must be a Patreon patron. So shout out to Ashley K, B, Tamisha, Erica, and Roshia for joining the gang. Last week. We appreciate y'all. So I feel bad for whose name you messed up. Those are the correct. She said it right. Uh, I read read them like, that's why I was like, you want to say it, girl? (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to y'all. She said she left that on you. She said, ooh, I can't read it. You want to say it? (laughs) No, the the listeners know I can't read. It's it's a long time struggle for me. Mm. I'd be like, uh, I get real nervous. (laughs) Dyslexia kicks in. But um, I also want to shout out to the the reviewers. And I want to give a special shout out to Nikki from Guyana. Who felt the need to explain where Guyana was, where where it is? And I was like, "Girl, I know where Guyana is because I've dated some of your men. Good luck to you, because mm. that's the ghetto down there. It ain't right. I'm praying mm. for you, sis. They're pretty though. Ooh, that's They're some pretty, pretty people. Ooh, my child. God. But oh. man, oh man, don't do it. Uh, and Nina underscore eighty seven, who has been following us since YouTube, didn't. Couldn't find us anymore and then recently found us again. So we're reunited and it feels so good. And then Shanti, do you want to give some last minute plugs for (sighs) Valentine's Day? Yes. So Valentine's Day, this will be next week, is when we will be recording our Valentine's Day event. And again, this is on Patreon. So I know a lot of you guys are hype about it, but you will not be able to see this happen (laughs) unless you sign up for our Patreon. For those that do not know, we are going to be allowing three to four lucky individuals to be in the company of Antoinette for a potential Valentine's Day date. Mm. So please... Send us your information. Send us an email with the subject V-Day. Um, it's very important that you're just not writing, hey, I'm interested in V-Day. And I understand. I didn't give very full details. But it'd be really helpful if you just offer some information about yourself, your name, your age, if there is a website, social media, something that we can, um, you know, just know exactly who you are. So please include that in your emails to us. And the qualifications, the most important qualification is that you're available February 12th um, in the evening time. So sometime after five o'clock. And for those that have already emailed us, please know that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. 
Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Um, we are going to respond with, with further details. Thank you so much. Now, Antoinette, are there any uh, disclaimers or disadvantages you want to add? <laughs> no Ghanaian men, no whoppers. <laughs> the, the most important qualification is what Shanti wrote, that you can form a complete sentence mm, mm. and that you are not married. That's... And that you are, yes. You cannot, come on now. Antoinette, Did you see the one person that I responded like that. to? So you have to be uncoupled. Did you, you see the one person uncoupled. I responded to? Excuse me? He's... Did you see the one person I responded to? Mm-mm. Child. He he wrote, and I was like, it was a real distinct name. And I, I took it because he didn't give us any information, and I Googled it. And the shit popped up. This motherfucker is in a whole-ass relationship all over his Instagram. Uh, and I, you know who the fuck I you screenshotted are. We it and sent it to him. Say his name. I, know. I screenshot because I don't want her. I, who the fuck knows? I ain't trying to break up no shit. Uh, no, he might have just been trying if... to be funny. I, I hit him up and was like, this you? He was like, nah, oh. that's not me. Like, you fucking <laughs> trifling. <laughs> Y'all. Trifling. <laughs> but what if he's in a relationship? What if he's married in a sense of a, a lifetime go. partner? No, you, you know, can't that. be coupled. Whatever your coupling is, whether it's polyamorous, whether it's an open relationship, I'm you not cannot be it. coupled. Yeah, I'm even not if she's it. giving you the okay, nah, we're good on that. Yeah, because marriage seems like it gets boring at the like. You trying uh, to go into a whole nother conversation? <laughs> <laughs> go into it. Marriage. We can seems. do it. Listen. <laughs> oh shit! Let's not. I want people to like. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into it with Mr. Armani White. We can ask him about these. We can ask him about his fuckboy tendencies, it seems. Uh, I got some. (laughs) All right, after the break. Shanti, take us into the break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you... Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. 
I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. And we are back. All right. <clears throat> we are back with Mr. Armani White, the, the God, yes, apparently, according to his manager. <laughs> the um. God. Well, I, first of all, I want to make a mental note, or not even mental. <laughs> I want, I want to, I want to put it out there that you asked to speak to my manager. I no, I did a, not. Yes, you did. The and way I, my phone you is lie. Broke. My phone is broke, so I can't pull the DM up right now. But you asked to speak wow. to my manager. The I would have never. I would have never done that. I did not. That. I said, okay, do you is, do you have a contact? And you was like, yeah, hit up my manager. <laughs> I was like, Why oh, would you okay. ask do I have a contact? You're contacting me already. Because I can't send you a Zoom link and a DM. Or you can. Oh, you're right. So I should have kept doing <laughs> DM. My bad. See, she was like, yo. I was trying to to send an email. She's trying to keep it professional. I was trying to be professional in an email. She was like, yo, let me speak to your manager. And I was like, all right, cool. Here's my manager. And she was like, wow, you have a manager? I never (laughs) said that either. Yo, I'm going to screenshot this. How could you? I'm going to screenshot this shit. (laughs) See, now we know something. He's an artist and also a liar. Nah, nah, this is all truth. When's your birthday, Armani? First things first. When's your Mm, birthday? Um... Wait, wait, is this is this a, a horoscope thing? Yeah, horoscope. Okay. So, before I answer, can you tell me what I what I'm like to you? Like what do I what what vibe do I give I, t- off? I can tell you like we'll keep going. I'll tell you by the end of the show then. We'll keep it we'll keep suspenseful. Okay, so don't tell you my <laughs> birthday right now. Yet. Okay, okay, I'm not going to. All right. So, Armani, <laughs> hopefully y'all have heard of this brother. If not, you should. Armani is I don't know. I try to define it, but I'm going to let him. I wrote that he's an artist who raps. And I say that because <laughs> his music has range. Okay. And what I appreciate most about it is the storytelling. I mean, the flow is there. The yes, lyrics ma'am. are dope. Thank you. But the musicality of what you do, I really appreciate. Thank like, you, I thank feel you. like there's intention um, in. I don't even know if they're tracks because it's half the time it sounds like you might you bring musicians into the studio mm. and they they put some shit down too like from the horns from the backgrounds like it's just it's it's dope and thank so you, thank you. um so I would like to ask you who you are but okay I want you to answer the typical like industry shit and then I want you to drop all that and. Who are you without all that? Who are you at your core? Okay. Um, so my genre I've created for myself is, um, I call it happy hood music. Um, it's more or less just because like, I don't know, I'm from the neighborhood, but like 
I don't think just because I'm from the neighborhood, I think, you know, the way I, the way I look at it is like in every day, there's someone who gets a job in a neighborhood, right? There's like, I don't know, maybe there's a guy who got, who got a job at a post office. And then there's a guy who got a job at a, po- at a, he got fired from a post office. And because you're from the neighborhood, you want to highlight the story of the person who got fired. And it's like, I don't think that's my responsibility. I don't think my responsibility is to always focus on the negative. And if I am, then I think I should focus on the positive side of the negative or trying to bring some sort of positivity into a really dark space or, you know, take a really a really big ball of red, throw it at the wall and make colors come out is kind of how I envision um, my music making process. So, you know, those colors could be a bunch of horns, a bunch of different instruments, a bunch of different vocalists, me, um, how, however I, whatever I use to decorate the beat when I was creating it. Um, but that's, I think that's kind of like what describes my music more or less. Like is I try to, um, I try to envision life in the way that I like it and then put it into some form of a wavelength. Yeah. What was the Who other are thing? Are you I was without wondering? all that at your core? Uh, without all of that, I am a voice. I am a voice that lives inside of my head, but it kind of finds its way out way too often when it's not supposed to. <laughs> and uh, that's, you know, I guess created this long length of verbal diaries. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's brought me into many different journeys. I'm freestyling all this, by the way, to all the top. I, I <laughs> I've never it. said this before. <laughs> well, you, but you also said that you felt like you didn't have a voice, right? Yeah. That's how you. That's how you started. Yeah. Well, that's and that's what that's why I feel like I am the voice that I didn't have as a kid. You know, now is because uh, I guess going through the moments where I felt like I didn't have it, I was you know once I got it back, I did whatever it was to make sure I still had it, or like you know like. When I was, I remember when I was in middle school, there'd be random moments where I felt like my voice was, uh, you know, remember the, um, what movie was that? Uh, 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 the Matrix. Mm-hmm. When, um, when he made his mouth just disappear off his face. So like, it, it, I used to be so terrified of it. I used to see it, like, when I seen it as a kid, I was scared by it. And, um, and randomly, <laughs> if my mouth was shut for too long, I thought it was happening. So I would just be like, ah, ah. <laughs> like, as a, a kid yeah like as a kid just like in a, in a completely silent room um so yeah and I, I guess that kind of like plays into this this ongoing idea in my head that um my voice is slowly you know being taken away from me if I'm not using it and if I'm not utilizing it in a way that's just amplified or obnoxious or like you know just really getting my point across whenever I have a point or don't even have a point I just want to say something I'm just going to, you know what I'm saying? So um, now, yeah, like I I went from feeling like I didn't have a voice to just being a voice. <laughs> hmm. Just being a voice. Just being a voice. Just saying stuff. So I'm going to keep Shanti jumping when and if you mm-hmm. want. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll get these questions out of the out of the way. But I know from my own research that your father passed away. Yes, ma'am. Right, cancer, mm-hmm. um, and you said that you you and him were on the outs, uh, not when he passed, but when you found out. Yeah, he was um, sick. We were like, we we were really, 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 uh, we were very much alike. We were like really, I and I think that's why a lot of people have like these 
uh, their these their differences with their father more or less is um that they resemble each other in so many ways. And um, I was just stubborn. I was stubborn and, and for a lot of things. And one of the main reasons I didn't like him wasn't necessarily, and I didn't like him, but. One of the main reasons I had a difference with him was um, his relationship with my mom. And he didn't necessarily owe anything to my mother, but I just felt like he did, I guess. And um, and I took that out on him. And I kind of just like drew a line in the sand on our relationship, whereas though like I wanted to be there, but um, I just would always pull myself back out of respect for my mom. Where that's what I thought I was doing. I was like respecting my mom by not being like over there too much. Um, and, you know, like now I'm older, so it, it makes sense in my head what I was doing at the time. I didn't really understand it. But, um, and I think on his side, it was kind of the same thing is that he was just trying as hard as he could. But uh, there was just a line in the sand. And my mom might have drew when when I was a kid. Um, and not even like, you know, she she wasn't necessarily like, you know, I hate your dad, don't go over there. But it was just the way she, you know, acted or felt towards my dad she'd be like you know go see your dad but then would just you know have a distaste towards him and um it just kind of subconsciously made me go I don't want to go over there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so um we we kind of was on the outs for that for so long where it was just like an on and off relationship what's and then, so um, long uh I guess so I went to in in 10th grade I went to California I moved to my uncle's house in California and um he he found out that I moved to my uncle's house. And for the, for the most part, I lived like right down the street from my dad. So, you know, even when we weren't seeing each other like that, he could always, he had, he had comfortability in knowing I lived right down the street. Um, so when he found out I was on in California, on the complete other side of the country, he didn't like it. And when I mm-hmm. called him, I'm like, yeah, well, it's nothing you could do now. Like I'm starting a better life and, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, he, uh, he, he called, my mom called me one day, like right before school was about to start. She said, pack your bags. I already talked to your uncle. You're coming home. Mm. I said, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? She's like, I'll explain it when you get here. And so I'm just on this long flight, sick. <laughs> I finally get home and she tells me, so you got a court summons. Um, you have to appear in court because you're at the age now where your, your dad is filing for custody. Mm. And he knows that you don't want custody with him, but you're old enough to where as though you have to show up in court and tell the judge that you don't want custody. My dad also knew that my mom and my family didn't have enough money to fly me all the way back to Philly and then fly me all the way back to California after it was over with. So he knew that if I had to show up in court, that was, you know, confirmation enough to say that I was home. You know, and um, for me, I guess for him, it was, uh, he had a really, really, uh, uh, I guess how I described it, even when I was writing the, um, the project I released, uh, my dad was always a person, he told me this, he was always a person with good intentions and bad execution. And mm. I think that was one of those things that he just like, he had good intentions. He wanted to see his son, but the way he went about it, <laughs> just like. Super manipulative. Yeah, it just completely threw me for a loop, especially I'm, you know, I'm 14, 15 years old and I can't really comprehend you're doing this because you love me. In my head, I'm like, you just blocked my future. I was about to be the next big whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I just, you know, from there, I kind of always held that against him and held it against him from 10th grade onward and onward. And we had just like an on and off relationship um, from there where we talk and then we just wouldn't. And then he'd try and reach out and, you know, mend the relationship and then we wouldn't talk. Um, 
and it went on for a while. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it was. I think it was really frustrating for him because I was the youngest kid. I was like, I was the one that looked the most like him. Like you know, like the one that he would he would get dressed up with. We both had braids at the same time, uh, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was. I don't know. It was really frustrating for him. And I, you know, I, I got the. I guess eventually when when I, I had just I came by his house on his um on his birthday, uh, I found out. Well, I, when I found out he had cancer, I came by his house like right after that. And it was on his birthday, and then we just held each other and cried for like thirty minutes straight, and like we didn't even say anything. We was just crying and crying and crying, and then I I just ran out the house. I couldn't take it, and um. And yeah, but after that, I kind of like I moved. I moved in with him. I moved all my stuff in his house, and then I kicked it over there until he passed away. He passed away in a hospice, though. So, um, but yeah, we we I mean we we kind of amended everything before he passed. Like we talked about it, and it made sense a little bit more. Like it wasn't as you know, like it wasn't so many just unanswered questions and stuff like that. But um, What's yeah, his name? I don't know. Um, his name is Lee. Lee Tobert. Oh, that's my middle name. R.I.P. Yeah. Do that's you feel beautiful. like you got enough time? Um. No. Uh, and I'm definitely. Uh, there's there's random moments that I have where it it like definitely strikes me, and I'm like, wow, I'm not over this yet. Mm-hmm. Like you know, um, like I think I'm I'm definitely conditioned and not a lot more to talk about it, but uh. Growing up in the city, we just kind of like you mash your emotions so much that um, I know when it happened, I was watching. I was just in my house. I didn't even cry when like when it first happened. Um, I guess like before, like the day the day he died, that morning I was at my mom's house and I was watching Holes. Uh, I don't know why I remember this, but I was watching Holes with Shia LaBeouf, and uh, the moment when Zero met his mom at the very end. I didn't I, watch it. Oh my bad, whatever. But it's always is like it's at the end of the movie. This little kid who never met his mom, he meets his mom, and I just broke down crying. I'm in my room like bawling, and I'm like, "Why am I crying like this?" And um, you know, so uh, I guess like you know, it, it hit me. It hit me when it happened. Um, and it's a lot easier to talk about now. But before, it, like I, I left, I left Philly. I moved. That was when I moved to LA. Um, and even now, like, uh, when we just shot the Danny Mac video, that was one of the first times I've been back on 52nd street. I just, I kind of couldn't go back home. I couldn't go back around the neighborhood or anything because it just reminded me, uh, too much of him. And when, when did he pass? Uh, it was 2016. So okay. it's going up, coming up on five years now, but, but yeah, I mean, like now it's, it's, is a way that for sharing hmm? that. Thank you. Oh, for sure. No, I'm, I mean, like it's it's therapeutic for me, and it's now it's just a way to carry it with me. Like I got like this little dog tag he gave me in fourth grade and stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's therapeutic if it's nothing else to just be able to kind of talk through it rather than hold it up. It's so interesting. Me and Internet and I always joke about Philly men, mm-hmm. and it's all it's really interesting to know a lot of creative Philly men as well. Mm-hmm. And like, I find that a lot of, a lot of creative black Philly men are 
especially of our age. And now that like the ideas of therapy and like, you know, um, exploring what kind of emotional stuff is going on. Everybody is, has the words for it now and they kind of know yeah. that that's what they can do, but they're not necessarily doing it. Yeah. But, um, my bad. It's just, it's, it's beautiful to see you like exploring that and opening up to that because that, that's just, that's just a lot. That's just a lot that you'll probably be unpacking for a, a, a minute there. Did you, what was it like growing up in Philly? I'm just curious as to like how Philly has formed you as an artist and as a young man. Right. Um, I mean, I was, I. You grew up in West Philly. Yeah, I grew up in West, mm. but I grew up on the opposite side of Philly. Like the, I mean, like I'm pretty sure everybody on this phone did, but the not downtown gentrified mm-hmm. um and you know we didn't have like i guess you know <laughs> we we were we were the kids that kind of we had hard working parents but um mm-hmm. we we went to a school of kids who didn't necessarily have hard working parents so mm-hmm. they made fun of you if you had more things or if you lived in a better house mm-hmm. or if you live you know so we we was going out of our way to get ourselves in trouble. Mm-hmm. We was going out of our way to just go, you know what I mean? What to go fight. Did you go to? Go, um, so I went to <laughs> I went to so I went to middle school <laughs> in the I went to middle school outside of the city. Um I went to elementary school around in the neighborhood, but by the middle school, she uh my mom moved me to uh Upper Darby. I went to Beverly Hills in Upper Darby. And then by high school I jumped around everywhere. I went, I went kicked to, out. And I well uh so my mom, my mom moved to Delaware, and uh, my mom moved to Delaware, and I was going to be from Philly, still like commuting. Oh. And the lady told her, like, "Hey, we know you don't live here anymore, mm-hmm. and we know he's in Philly, so you could, you know, like you can take him with you, or you know, at some point we kicking him out of the school, <laughs> like you know, because they do the whole follow you home process and all that." Um, so at that point, she moved me to Delaware. I started high school in Delaware. Uh, from there, went I yeah you know, I went to a bunch of different schools. I went to ended up going to PT, and that's downtown in Philly. But um, because I don't know what I don't know what they what curriculum they go by, but they was like none of my credits would count. So I would basically have this. I was in eleventh grade. They told me I had to start back as a ninth grader. Oh lord! Uh, yeah, so Philadelphia charter school. Yeah, yeah. So was, <laughs> I mean, I, I ended up, but I ended up spending most of my time in um, Philly, regardless of what, what high school I was in. I was my mom used to um, my mom used to go to choir rehearsal, uh, <laughs> so I would take that. She go to choir rehearsal on Thursdays, so on Thursdays I would take the I would ride back to Philly with her, and I would just stay in the city until Monday. And then yeah, I was barely in school, mm-hmm. like ever. <laughs> yeah. And um uh but yeah, I mean we was like I was saying, we we really just kind of became those kids that we were fighting for attention and we were fighting just for for the sake of fighting, I guess, like, you know, for for no other reason. Um and it it influenced me a lot as in like it kind of, you know, it it raised me hard, but um the world kind of showed me, like, I guess I didn't really realize how hard I was brought up until the until I met the world, and I was like, damn, it's kind of soft out here. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it just kind of molded me into being, like, somebody who can take a lot and not really take nothing from, you know, like, just not take no shit from most people, but, yeah. 
So I have I have a question for you because I want to play some of your music. I'm gonna put it. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope you don't sue me. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, edit right. it in this joint. <laughs> but tell your manager not to sue us. Please, come on, Bob. If you get his name right, right. Bob. <laughs> um, so it's, we was speaking about your dad, and I, this project was you. You were like narrating his life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a song that you would want to play from this project that you want the people to hear first? Hmm. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. He liked that one. That was his song. You finally made it to your right mind, true. Push your pride, I boost. Your status very now, you barely touch your timeline. Heavy office, I cruise and dudes, been stoked the boast about my music. Mostly unenthused, like that's Cooper. With your Wi-Fi, I learned they wanna return and I care less of what I need. I made a killing off surviving, I'm protecting what I eat. The same man that was eager for finger banging my Ruger, just finger painting my future. Point that direction and I lead. Whether far or wide, both these songs are gliding to my linen free. Harmonize, scarring, carve the mice for every man to see. Panoramic, them stands to my man and grand. I'm a fan of me, got a man to see I guess they got a rubble of the profanity I gotta get it off my chest while I'm still breathing Blessings out the deep, I know I'm stressing out my demons See what I was going through, pulled me by my shoulder He said I still ain't believing what I'm showing you But hold it, look around us, look around us Son, you finally got something to be proud of Look around us, look around us Son, you finally got something to be proud of Look around us, look around us Son, you finally got something yeah. Hey, look around us. Look around us. Son, you finally got some. Hey. Hey. I'm here for it. I hear the I hear the influence of mama and her choir rehearsal. When you said that, I was like, oh. Okay. Do this people say sense. you sound like chance to like you sound similar uh, to chance? Is that what you get the most? Look at his face. Um <laughs> she said, look at his face. Ah. Yeah. Nah, they definitely um I, I ran through all those comparisons, but um he he grew in a different direction, I think, over time. Um, which made it a little easier for me. He kind of started doing um, I don't know, whatever his music sounds like now. Hmm. But uh it wasn't yeah, like by the time I think at first it was like a yo, you sound like a chance, you sound like chance the rapper, you sound like chance the rapper, but before chance was a thing. I sounded like somebody else and I sounded like, you know, so, um, but by the time this happened, by the time this project came out, the world also kind of hated him. Um, so <laughs> that was also a thing, but, uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I definitely got the comparison before. Yeah. <laughs> so friend, I called you out on this one, one online. Mm, here we and go. And I was like, this bull. I'm telling you, she don't like me like that. I, 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 you wouldn't be here if I didn't like you. But I was like, <laughs> he think he's slick, yo. So I'm an anti, I'm like an anti-influencer. I hate the word influencer. I'm like, that mm. is wildly corny. And yeah, I you feel influence. like, mm-hmm. nah, I share. I don't influence. Mm, okay, Girl. okay. But what you, this raggedy boy, let me tell you what he did, Shanti. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm like, he's got a thing. And I'm like, I don't think he has a social media manager because it feels... He's got a what? He's got like this thing. Like if you go through his IG, there's like an aesthetic and there's definitely like a voice where like you kind of, you feel like you know who this person is. I'm like, okay, Uh-oh. this is this is very good. Like, no, no, because I'm we've been trying to make, like get our social shit together. 
Okay. So I was going through and I'm like, okay, he wants everybody to know he don't take himself too seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like he's not your typical artist that will tell you to contact their manager. Um, there's me. a <laughs> there's a certain amount of like relatability there. There's a human quality, right? Mm. So I'm looking and I just see this picture and this picture is fire. I'm like, yo, this is a great shot of him. And then he's like, oh, pick the next avatar. And then you scroll and it's like a baby fucked up <laughs> blurry ass picture of him. Then I think it was like a white boy with his face meshed into it. And then like some other corny picture. And I'm sitting here like, okay. So he really just posted this fire picture so everybody could tell him. So all the little girls could be like, oh my God, he is so cute. Pick up a white. What are you doing? <laughs> and, and then to show the rest of the, like his boys and shit like, yo, I'm still, I'm still cool. Like I'm, I'm still, still down, y'all. I'm still down, y'all. So corny. <laughs> But I'm I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is hella manipulative, but kind of genius. Uh, here, why am I manipulative? So, it is. It's like you because you you had a thought before you posted it and you were like, all right, how can I get my point across? And I respect it, King. I the respect wor- it. The world I, is manipulation, though. I, that's what that's where I'm going. Okay, okay, my bad, my bad. I'm gonna let so you get there. So I'm I'm curious to know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How you have crafted this personality because it's working. This this manipulation that you got online, like you should be, you should teach a class. It's brilliant. Mm, mm, thank you. Where thank I'm you. like, wow, he really doesn't take it. So if I wasn't who I am, if I wasn't hip to game, I would fall for it. And like, pick number one. <laughs> I learned because um, I always walk into these rooms and everyone is so serious. Like, everybody's serious, <laughs> and I don't get it. Like, why, you know, it, there's so many things to be mad about in the world, and and if you get if you decide to get mad at every single one of them, you'll never get to start your day, ever. You know what I mean? And I learned that when I was, I used to get on Tumblr for the memes, and then at around the same time I got on for the memes, like, Black Tumblr became a thing, and then Black Lives Matter became a thing, and then Blackout became a thing, and everybody was so pro-Black, and I was like, yeah, I get it. Um, I'ma jump in. I'ma join in. Like I'm a be, you know, I like being black. Uh, but at the same time, I like having fun. I like, you know, like I like making jokes, I like laughing. Um, and so I would just find ways to insert that. At the time I had um I, I started wearing scarves. I used to call myself uh, Auntie Blanco. And um <laughs> I would just make these Snapchat stories. I would go on like this before this before Instagram had stories, obviously. Um, I would make Snapchat stories and just tell long-winded stories about uh, the first time I got drunk or why I don't, you know, like just random things like that. Um, Tell that story, please. <laughs> right now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'll make a long long story very short. Uh, my cousin, when I moved out of California with my uncle, my cousin's like, oh, yo, Monty's in town. We got to take him out to get drunk. Uh, these are, my, my uncle doesn't live in LA or like the Bay. He lives in the middle and like just really random. It's nothing but Mexicans and burnt out palm trees. Um, so cousin picks me up and like this little Mexican hoopy or whatever. Um, and we go to, we go to a house party. Moment I get in there, somebody gives me a beer. As soon as I get to the next room, somebody gives me a beer. Never, never beer, never beer. It's all Mexicans in it. The only people who speak English is my cousins. Um, <laughs> and, and my cousin's, uh, my cousin's boyfriend. So my cousin's a girl and her, her boyfriend was, um, his, him and his brother, they both, they were like Mexicans that spoke English. Um, they take me out. They're like, yo, you want to play beer pong? So yeah, cool. So we playing beer pong. I done took so much beer 
to the face at this point, I'm like, like my stomach is bubbling. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Go to the bathroom. I'm trying to throw up. It's not working. I open the door and the entire party is on the other side of this bathroom door. And they're like, yo, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. They're like, all right, cool. Um, they said, look, just you don't look good, man. Just come in here, just lay down for a second. And then when you, you know, when you feel good again, come out and party. So I said, okay, cool. I go lay in this sounds bed. Sounds like a Shanti story. <laughs> I go lay in this bed. I'm watching the ceiling fan just spin and spin and spin. I put the covers over my head and I pass out. When I wake up, I feel pressure on my face. Like it feels like somebody's like doing this with their fingers, like just walking down my face. But I'm like, what is it? So it gets down to like my chest. I flip the covers over and it's a turtle. There's <laughs> <laughs> a turtle. And I'm in a completely different room. I'm in, I think I'm in the living room now. It's a turtle walking on my body. So I pick the turtle up, I put it on the floor, and I look under the blanket and I have no pants on. Uh, <laughs> so I'm lost. Like I'm just I'm looking around the room, really lost. And I realize my pants is draped over the TV. So I'm like, all right, on the count of three, I'm gonna run over there and get these pants. One, two, I run over there, I sprint, I hurry up, kick my pants on. And when I kick the first pant leg on, kick the second pant leg on, a condom pops out of it. I said, oh my God, no, no, no. Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> so I just listen, I just run, I run back to the uh, I run back to the couch, I put the blanket back over my head. I'm just hiding there. Um, this Mexican guy, I might have been from the party, might not have been, I don't know. He comes in, he makes two cups of uh, two cups of cup noodles. <laughs> he heats up two cup noodles, gives me one, walks out. I never see him in my life again. And then my cousin comes in, it's like, yo, come on, I'm taking you home. And that was all I remember. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this ever again. So I don't drink anymore. Um, yeah. Discipline. You don't drink at all. I don't drink at all. I don't drink at all. I don't I don't like the feeling of not knowing what happened prior to whatever is going on right now. Um, but yeah, that's so, where it's not a shanti story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You don't drink at all. And she takes yeah. her sip. Like, what the fuck? Right, right. So so I but I um I would tell these stories and I would get like thousands, like five to ten thousand views on my Snapchat story. And that just kind of went into I don't know. At the time, I was I was trying to do Instagram like a like a baddie, like an influencer, like a tummy, nah. like a flat tummy tea drink. Like I was trying, I was trying to just post little thirst trap pictures. He was a Fashion Nova model in that yeah. fucking romper, killing and I had it. To, right, right. And I had to realize Instagram is not for men; it's for women. You know, like like you as a That's guy, if true. you got an accomplishment, post it. Like when the Patrick Mahomes thing happened, post it. When the Billboard happened, post it. I get thousands and thousands of likes. When I post me up. Okay, like yeah, we know you look like that. Like I'm serious. That's what it, like you get the. He doing I get the it regulars. now, y'all. It's manipulative. No, no, I get the regulars. I get the regular. Listen, girl, I put the watches Not the on. I regular. Was, <laughs> so I get the regular hoes to be in this bitch. They no, always no. show me love. I get, <laughs> I get the, I get the women who are always there. I get the like the the guys. It, it, it you know, it's Instagram has become at this point has become something weird because like now I like. I, I I just like girls' comments. I like girls' pictures because they post pictures to get liked, obviously. Um, and I might drop a fire emoji. I might be like, "Damn, this you!" Like, I don't, just little stuff like that. Um, one of these girls who I follow, I, she's fire, and um, I remember commenting like fire emojis under her pictures. Turns out one of my fans is her stepbrother, and he's like, "Yo, Armani Block, go comment on your p." Commented under my comment, and I was like, 
Nah, bro. Like, what part of the game is this? Like, <laughs> like what are you doing, dog? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, like at this point now, it's just like I don't take anything too serious because uh, you, you create the environment that's around you. And if you want to be like, I don't know, if I wanted to put guns in my pictures or something like that, everybody going, yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but like everybody would kind of create that that sort of environment or character around you know whoever they think I am. I'd rather just be somebody that enjoys myself and have fun. So you know, feel that independent artist. You said Boring. some shit that resonated with me. <laughs> Always know fifty percent of what you're willing to pay somebody a hundred percent to know. And I was like, oh, yeah, flex, yeah. drop a fucking bomb on it. <laughs> uh, I am that crazy that person. I fuck with that. Yeah. Now, nah, my uncle told me that when I was 15 because I used to try. I was trying to rely on way too many people and didn't get nothing done. So um, that was, yeah, that's a gem that took me a long way. Perpetuity. Bad. Put these young people on, please. <laughs> what is perpetuity for all these artists or up-and-coming artists, influencers, all these people signing contracts? When you see that fucking word. Um... So we found out about it because of another thing called a a, a production deal, which, it, I mean, you know, in some cases it may not be a bad thing, but for me it was a production deal sometimes uh, is like when Megan Thee Stallion was signed to the other person that wasn't 300 and he was like, hey, I want my cut, um, that's a production deal. A lot of times it might be... Uh, someone who signs you up and, you know, and they don't do anything, but they retain 50% of anything that you do for in perpetuity. That's how I found out what perpetuity was. Perpetuity means it's a, it's a legal jargon, some really fancy way of saying forever uh, <laughs> that you never get those rights back to whatever it is you're signing off. It's like marriage. Um, so uh, <laughs> not according to you, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I should play the fucking yeah. the break <laughs> to other like, people. Mm. It's like marriage, but um, <laughs> yeah, perpetuity is not something that you want to find in your contract. Honestly, I would just uh do the little was a command F to do a word search inside of whatever word doc you're looking at and see if perpetuity exists in that document because. Yeah, that's not something you ever want to sign on to. As an independent artist, as a signed artist, as a whatever you call yourself, like, yeah, I would stay away from that one. So you went from rapping about Disney movies? Because hmm. <laughs> I, I heard that shit. And now you have billboards in Times Square. Yes, ma'am. How does that feel as an independent artist? What is that pressure like? How do you handle it? Um, I I guess like... My my career is always my career has went really like it's like always these really low moments that set you up for a really big high. And the next high is always bigger than the last high. And then and, and you know, some things that you want on the way to the past high might happen in the next high and you're like, Oh man, I remember I wanted that. Like I got a um a two dope boys post recently and I wanted that since like ninth or tenth grade. And I was like, man, this is crazy. Like, I didn't even ask for it this time. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but it, it's, re it's, it's really good, I think, for the one thing you kind of, that I'm learning to do a lot more now is um, to kind of just sit back and and pat myself on the back or just, like, congratulate myself because mm. I'm used to, and I think I'm going to go back to it in 2021, but I'm used to just really burning myself out. Like, nah, nah, I'm, I'd much rather be working. That's always my famous saying that I say to any, like if anybody, like we just, we just went to Orlando for the weekend. 
uh, with my brother and his family. And the entire time when somebody was texting me, before he broke my phone, the entire time somebody was texting me, they'd be like, yo, I wasn't. I'm like, it's cool. Like, I'd much rather be working right now, but it's cool. <laughs> you know, that's that's just always been my mentality. So um, I'm learning to, uh, I guess, like, congratulate myself a lot more. Like, even, even when the billboard thing happened, I was, at first, I was just like, that's crazy. Like, I got a billboard in Times Square. That's dope. Like, man, we need to get more billboards. And I did that, that was it. <laughs> Somebody had to pull me out of my element and be like, nah, we going to go see that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because for me, I was just like, yeah, that's cool. But how we get more? How do we do this now? How do we take that billboard information and send this to this person to give us a, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So I'm learning to congratulate myself more because going from the Disney kid, you know, rapping about <laughs> cartoons to now, it, it, there's a really big difference, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've done shows with Nas, so like these Did are these are. You know that him and Shanti are in a relationship. Like, is it a real one or is it like the it's one with a you real and Iverson? Relationship, and there's a it's lot cute. of history there, <laughs> and I'd rather not talk about it. So. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are not well, yo. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I found out you were also in a relationship with Lawrence from Insecure. Who? You. No, I wasn't. I can't see him. If you can't, <laughs> what? I was, you know, I was doing my research and I happened to see a team Lawrence. Answer was, that. Why you, know, you ain't tell me this, girl? I was taking Oh, because I took a picture with him? I, it was Team Lawrence. It was I Bay. took a picture was, with him at Essence Fest, child. He was uh, nice. Uh, he got I a mean, white wife. Shout out to him. He knows the caption he said a little more though. The caption it gave me a little Child. Alan is my one and only. Okay. Look, okay. I don't want to start this because Shanti's <laughs> gonna get really angry. This is a Sore spot in our relationship. So I'll the, the Iverson thing or the Nas thing? Both she know not them. the fuck to talk about Nas. <laughs> so she should know not to talk about Alan, but it's Shanti, how tall are you? How tall am I? Mm-hmm. Like five five, five four, five five with brown eyes. You know, Nas is like five five. five I know four. all about him. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I, I just wanted to make sure that's you know, I know that's a big thing for women. And I didn't want you to be disappointed. Not at all. He's Not also alcoholic. Nas, nigga. <laughs> is he? Is Nas an alcoholic? Yes. That's why he be forgetting did all his just, goddamn lyrics. Did you just say that Nas is an alcoholic? <laughs> I know Alan is too. If we take a look no. at Nas's face compared to Alan Iverson's face right now, it's I'm written all over it. your face who's a fucking alcoholic. It's not. Wow. But shout out to You've been Alan, quiet this whole goddamn episode. Love, so. Now you want to turn up. <laughs> Listen, who's your favorite rapper? We about to get into this. I got the answer. Oh, sorry, I'm not I got following the timeline. Question. Go ahead. Go, not following the timeline. All right, sir, because I don't want this whole thing to just be. What is your? I'm not even going to ask you. What's your next? What's your next project? Yeah, no. What's your next? What I am going to ask you is, what Uh-oh. what should I play next? And then we're going to get into. You have to answer questions really fucking fast. We have this or this, and then we have uh-huh. open ended questions as well. And you got to, but before we get into that, what should I play? Which one do you want to play? Which one do I want to play? Mm-hmm. I picked the first one. We should, we should go back to, I think this is, Stick Up was when people were like, who the fuck is that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So let's play mm-hmm. that. She did her research. Did you do that? Yeah, 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 she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Like back in right. yeah. That's why I write emails, <laughs> motherfuckers. Not DMs. Did Bob okay. give you this information? Bob no, gave me nothing. <laughs> Bob demanded information from me. Bob was like, what are your analytics? I was like, what? Jeez. Shut up. 
95 wow. listeners consistently every week. Okay? What do you want? <laughs> That's not Nigga, if I ain't in your top five, then what the fuck is your argument? I'm parked in the garage with a gap and Red Bay and R in the charger. The window locked in the coffin, giving two options to either gain a new artist or losing out on your oxygen. On par and your barber popping up to give your pop a shove and knock your mama out in the finger roll with the boxing glove. We don't say that part on shows anymore. We don't say that part. I even fucked around and got Illuminati, man. My chipping tooth keeps slipping through this sloppy mask. They spot me as the ringleader, king me. Niggas are get they riding the ass, whooping shoddy blasting and rotisserie the body bag. I double P shorties. I check her and paint the victim and stick her. The bigger the lifting, the bigger the dinner. Your ligament ribbon and ricochet ribbon and rigid ribbon. Original riddick, your ribbon. They should have lieutenant get ten of your tenant and ten of the tenant. Your tenant attempting to back up. They tripping off the ass and still give them a chance to pass the steal and wrap your cypher blast in the pack. Passenger gotta grab the wheel. I crash the Lambo at the pack and feel kidnapping my pad the wall and grip a tablet and crack the glass across that bastard. Really show up with a bandolier and strap across the chest. I hand the pistol to his face and still clap when I'm impressed. Cause I clamp them on my strip. I'm slipping. I'ma make sure they feel it more than just a little bit. I was a kid when that happened. A kid. I was a kid. What's a kid? Like, I wanna say 17. He's a kid now. Yeah, I'm still a child. I'm, I'm I'm 19 now, but I was like 17 at the time. Um, Listen, that the whoever the fuck shot that that one shot, I was so impressed. You gotta understand, right? Listen, we had a. There's not even a professional camera. It's just like a little DSLR, right? Oh. And so we took a tripod. Um, so we got we got a steady cam the day before, and we were okay. like, "Yo, we're gonna try it out." Like we got we we we. You know, we're kids. So we had we put together like maybe $80 a piece and we got this steady cam and we went on the block to try it out, broke it first day. Uh, <laughs> so the next day we got a tripod, we taped a five pound weight to one side and we held the other side. And I had one guy stand behind the, the person that was holding the camera and just direct him on where he was going and make sure nobody he's about, wasn't about to bump in anything. And we just got it done. So the one shot was because y'all gotta go on y'all gotta go on YouTube and look at this video because one shot, yeah, anything is like a really hard fucking thing to do, yeah. and it's really hard to execute. And I was like, who did he get to shoot this? The fact that it's just like some knuckleheads is even better. <laughs> but it feels like to me, so the one shot was just because you only had one camera. Yeah, Not- yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> It felt it was it was like it's super boom bap old school. So if you didn't do the visual in a really cool way, it would have felt really dated. You know, mm. like if if I was sitting there on the corner like this, and then I was in another area like this, yeah. and you know, it would have just been it'd have been like, oh, okay, cool, like you know. It's, and the people in it are your homies, I assume. Yeah, my little extras. brother's in there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like, up. yeah. Okay. Chanti, you should do this one. Do the this is new. Answer as fast as you can. Uh oh. Shanti takes this very seriously, okay? Mm-hmm. You can't take a long time. It's not rapid fire questions yet. I just want him to answer those questions that I have written there as fast as he can. Okay, but I don't want to ask him who's his favorite rap artist fast. It's I just okay. Know who's your favorite art? Who's your favorite? Rap. I don't listen to rap like that anymore, though. What do you listen to? Um, R and B, like jazz, really okay. like well, alternative stuff. Then? 
That's on here. It's on. She is on there. All right. Shanti does artists. her own thing. I don't think it's fair to ask somebody what their favorite artist is within. Let's. Two I, I would. Okay, Shanti, I apologize, Queen. <laughs> I really want to know who your favorite rapper is, though. I don't want to. know who <laughs> <your favorite>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't know. It's. It's really. Honestly, like I. I don't. Um, I, like like my favorite artist is is really de- is really dependent on like songwriting now and when i'm thinking of songwriting the like i'm least impressed i guess by uh rap sometimes like i think oh, so there's good, there's really <laughs> like i think uh like all time probably was and maybe still is Kanye West. I just like I think there was really good songs. This past couple years has been very rough, but um, but right now like I really like I like songwriting. So I like Frank Ocean a lot, a lot, hmm. a lot, a lot. Like I think Frank Ocean's a really good songwriter. You be knowing um, what he's talking about. Or tornado flew around my room. Of course, that one. But some of it, can we be honest? Like, sometimes we don't know what Frank's talking about, but we fuck with it. We feel it. Yeah, but like, but we'll see, my thing is, one day I was sitting there thinking, um, we, had a, we had a conversation and we were talking about that all, all R&B singers, or just singers in general, sing about love. Like, there's no singer that just sings about something outside of love or like something that's not like a metaphor to love or whatever. And then Frank Ocean was just making songs about like the song biking. It's not really about anything other than biking. And I think things like that are cool to me. Like I don't know, it's just it, it just yeah, it just gives me a different perspective on doing something. This is another Tumblr uh perspective. Sure you're from Philly? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but this is another Tumblr perspective. I think Tumblr has it kind of made it cool to do laundry and take a picture of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if it's in black and white with the white with the right filter on it, it looks really cool. And you're just doing laundry. Um, I think things like that, when you kind of just take something really natural and and glorify it and like romanticize the idea of washing dishes or like folding clothes, um, it's like, damn, like you made some completely normal shit look cool or sound cool. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. That, that's 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 okay. what that's what I think about with songwriting. You know what, it's Shanti? The- do you want to? You do the rapid fires. That's your shit. I'll do these ones. All right. Answer as Say fast love. as you can. Okay. Go for it. Go for it. Favorite Luda. It is rapid fire, but it's mm-hmm. not our regular, you know, what the people know. Favorite Ludacris mm-hmm. song. Lick, 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 lick you from your head to your toes. <laughs> I don't want to. Favorite Eminem bit. song. You don't. Wanna fuck with Shady? Cause Shady <laughs> will fuck you. If you were down to your last twenty dollars, what would you get at the Chinese store? Oh shit! Um, psh, sour patch straws, four wings, shrimp fried rice, um, a funnel cake that's a dollar, a homemade lemonade, and a shrimp roll. You living like a king. And I, I guess I'm. Well, yeah, but I have, but I've changed that. I definitely would have changed that. What am I talking yeah, about? That only came up like You did not spend twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. That was like eight dollars. Three days worth. Yeah. <laughs> Define a fuck I'm boy. I'm out. Me. Oh wow. No, no, no. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> um, I guess 
See, the thing is, like, uh, dude, this is not rapid fire, but rapid women fire. nowadays. Okay, women nowadays. We asked you to define the fuck boy. Uh, women and then you start with women nowadays. I'm, I'm all ears. What you gonna say? <laughs> well, listen, women listen, nowadays. listen, listen. Well, no, because I think. <laughs> I think women women nowadays have the same desires. Not nowadays, but whatever. Women have the same desires as men do in most instances. But the men who do not acknowledge that, and the men who 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 feel the need to kind of um to you know fairy tale or romanticize this idea that they're going to do something that they aren't, just because they're trying to protect the idea that women might not have the same ideologies as men. Put some actual like situations in those. Broad like women want to fuck just as much as niggas want to fuck. Um, the men who tell a woman that he loves her to fuck instead of just saying that he wanted to fuck are the fuck boys. Okay, that makes sense. Best wings in Philly. Best wings, fibbers, <laughs> hands down. Would Where? you make fibbers? Fibbers, it's on Six Night Street. Would you wear a male romper? Fuck. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being extra. Yeah, I will. But. How is your heart? Hungry? Healthy? I, I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite Philly terminology? Yumbo. <laughs> Are you happy? Yes. If you could live on any other planet, which one would it be and why? Uh,. Pluto, because I feel like they they don't give a fuck about Pluto. They did that one gotten dirty. They, remember, they it's not even a planet anymore. It wasn't a planet. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. So that shit had me tight. Yeah. Uh, what do you put on your cheesesteak? Uh, not cheese, because I'm lactose intolerant. So um, that face. What was that face? Uh, <laughs> I put a uh, I put peppers and ketchup on it, and that it got to sounds... be an Amoroso's bun. Like a dry ass cheesesteak. Um, did you ever reconnect with Big Crit? <laughs> Tell that story. This motherfucker got kicked off his fucking first tour on the first show. When I saw that, I was like, get up. Hey, yo. Truth I see his cool. manager or his tour manager on um, Clubhouse all the time, and I be wanting to just jump in and be like, yo, remember you kicked me off? <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, I never reconnect. We have the same um, booking agent now, though, but I never reconnected with him. So, so um, basically, we're like we're all, we like fresh. <clears throat> this is around the time stick up drops. We like I said, we like fresh eighteens. Um, we running around. Uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> we like fresh eighteens. We we might be seventeen. I don't remember, but we we on we on tour. Big Crit's audience is all thirty five and up. They just getting off of work and they still got suits on. Um, and we running, jumping up on stage like little kids that just made it out of, you know, they got got an early dismissal from school or something. And uh, so we playing this one song and my DJ at the time uh, was my homie Doug. He decides to throw water in the crowd. He opens the bottle, swings and misses the entire crowd. Gets it all over the sound guy. And their keyboard, <laughs> and, and none of it. The crowd is completely dry. Cause soon as that, soon as that song was done, not even before the song was even done, the curtains start closing. <laughs> and the tour, the, the tour manager was like, "Yo, y'all out here? Like, pack y'all shit. That's good. That's it. Y'all gotta go." Um, and yeah, that was my first tour. It lasted all of thirty seconds, thirty minutes. I mean, <laughs> that was bad. That was really bad. Shout out. Yes. <laughs> 
All right, we Shanti, couldn't even watch the show. Fire. All right, so that you have three seconds to answer these questions. You can either choose. You can only choose either or. Okay. Okay. No questions. No justification. Nothing. All right. Yes, ma'am. Ready? Yes, ma'am. Malcolm versus Martin. Malcolm. Generational wealth or familial happiness? Ah, generational wealth. What? Generational wealth. Jay or Nas? Jay. You ain't like Palestine that. or Israel? Oh, Israel. In the light or in the dark? In the dark. Prince or Michael? Michael. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Marriage or long-term commitment? Long-term commitment. Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? Trader Joe's. Family or career? Family. A seat at the table or lemonade? Wow, lemonade. Missionary or doggy style? Doggy. Protection or pull out in prayer? Pull out? Are you serious? Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? It's Uchi Wally. Love Jones or Jason's Lyric? I love Jones. Make your own plate. Make your girl a plate. Fuck it. Have your plate made or get your own. Have my plate made. Knuck if you buck or Annie up. Annie up. Heavy. Nine eleven. Inside job or terrorist attack? <laughs> Inside job. I, I had no idea where he was going with that. Rihanna <laughs> versus Beyonce. Which one? Yeah, Beyonce. Biggie or Pac? Biggie. Flats or drums? Drums. Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. They got Dave. And, Hot and girl Elena. or good girl? Hot girl. Travel back in time or travel forward in time? Back in time. Apartment with a view or house on an acre? Apartment with a view. Prove your point or pray for peace? Prove my point. Petty. <laughs> Petty boys. Defund or abolish? I don't know the difference, but whatever gets them out of there, that one. Abolish? Sundress or sweatpants? Sweatpants. Sweatpants. I don't know what... Oh, fibbers or wing stop? Fibbers. Fibbers. Why are we talking like that? (laughs) She ain't never heard no fucking fibbers. What what part of Philly are y'all from? so funny. (laughs) Love and light or money and dicks? What? I'm sorry. (laughs) Love and light or money and clicks? I got to go love and light now. I ain't like the way you pulled that way. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just. Well, we don't know. We never know. What what part of Philly are you from? What part of Philly you think we from? She giving me. South Philly? South Philly? South Philly? <laughs> I don't, I don't. South Philly. I, I mean, because it was either West, but y'all don't know Fibbers, so it can't be West. Yeah. And then I was, y'all, y'all not giving me North because that that's a different type of energy. So it's either South or it's Northeast or Uptown or something. Uptown. Uptown? Mm-hmm. Yikes. That's, that's awful. Yikes. What's yeah. yikes? I just, I don't know. I can't really relate parts of Philly that don't got an L stop. No, we're like Germantown, like Mount Airy. 
Yeah, see, my grandma and my grandpa live up there. Shelton. One of them live on 66. Yeah, like Shellingham Mall. If you haven't been to Shellingham Mall, you're right. You have we we actually have nothing, and you haven't because you're mm-hmm. not of that generation. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> what generation? What? That's where Shanti was quiet the whole time. She was like, "I don't fuck with this kid." No, what? I didn't what? finish what him I off. No. What generation? It's just different. Like, wow, you don't know wow. You don't know. I've never know been wow. to wow. I do know wow. I know wow, and I know jams. I know all no, that. No, we jams. don't. We don't know we jams. Don't jams. We don't yeah, know don't, jams. But we see, know but, wow. But see, it's I'm from. I'm from Elmwood, though. But I'm from Elmwood. We we had Elmwood, so we didn't have to go to Wild or Gems. Yeah, West Philly's different. It's different. It's just different. It's mm-hmm. true. It's true. Wow. It's different. So, it's, Shanti, it's, it's almost like a different city. Oh yeah, he what is definitely, my sign? He definitely. I get if your sun sign is not Gemini, you have Gemini in your chart. You have to have Gemini in your chart. But mm. I don't know because I don't really fucking know that shit at all. <laughs> So do you even know anything about horoscopes or you? I know a little bit, but you, you definitely, if you can tell me when and where you were born, then we can figure this out like ASAP. What's your sun sign? What, what What's your your main sign? The regular you... one is the sun sign? Uh-huh. Um, it's a Libra. Are yeah. you a Libra? I told you. You it's said a Libra. Oh, you're you a September Libra? Did, yeah, I, did yeah, we yeah, have this Yeah, you told me he's a Libra. Do you know when you, you were born? On me. Like time? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I don't get that deep in the semantics. She about to pull your shit up on a pattern yeah, app. Like... He definitely has. Yeah. You see? He's trying yeah, to put a hex on me. September Libras like are this. different. You said what? September Libras? Different in what way? They're just not. Mm. We should end the episode and then we could talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, where can people follow you, Armani White? Um, Just go on your page. And then go get, no, no, I'm playing. Um, yeah, Armani Blanco on them. everything. Right, yeah, just going around the weight girls. And then, you know, there's going to be a post with me on there, obviously. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, if if not that, then Armani Blanco them. on everything. Oh, you're Armani not going to post Blanco. me? Nope, I decided. <laughs> All right, y'all, please make sure you check out Armani's music. Please. Fellow Philadelphian, born and bred. Happy hood music is a thing. It speaks to duality. And you know that's a motherfucking thing. And we mm-hmm. really appreciate you being here, yo. Thank, thank you for you. having me. I'm I want to thank Antoinette up. and Shanti for coming to my podcast. Oh, you um, podcast? It's been great having you guys uh, <laughs> at Around the Way Curls. I'm curly because, you know, I know they, 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 they tied up right now. but they Protective still styles. It's winter. Exactly, exactly. I'm about to get it done <laughs> right after this. But, yeah, you know, um, hopefully like right we'll have you guys this. here again. No, like right after this, like the shampoo is right over there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for coming to my podcast. Thank you. All right. And with that, we are out. You have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. Y'all niggas gon' leave me alone.
send out a hit out and quit while I hit and get out of bed. GG song, but a flex up for. How long is y'all niggas gonna keep yelling your next up for? Had to rock on reflux, the drop on beast one, and check to cover everything I wrecked on tour with a big old flying. State your crime, a fake old guy with a drink or line. Still, I pay, they don't mind. Even big dream, every text back like a drink or sign with a pop on the tender, pop independent. Mom chain pot, got my pop independent. The pop plate tops and the top from the bench, got the population pop with a pop on the pinions. Little bastard, if I could change the day, make same mistakes a little faster. Cut that crowd, I need room in here. Got a strand of gram that I'm grooming here to the ruins of clear. Using this, a fuck inside this photo booth and send them news a souvenir. Wanna clean white tea? I hit the crop and box and get a three by three. Let them rock and jog and hit that key like me. Shit, even I'm still trying to be like me. Feel like I'm boosting up the lungs. Hey, get that drum or song. I got 20 on a trampoline, Japanese, cause I strapped the team if I ain't had that drum or song. I need a job, I need a horizon, I need patience, my priority be straight and bang. Still ain't handle my car, no, still ain't cancel my car, no. Should be fans about our goals, chocos, and I do all that shit tomorrow. No, I need you. No, I need you. Got the fever. Say, Lord of mercy, all the luxury. Only one play is slow now. Any danger to keep a balance one from bad black with a link surrounded dead ass net chest and a deep thing. Comments big string get pink and a pinky promise. You can hit three lines. I think about it on the one. One time for the blood, I had to flush them down. Run it back. Seven day, pimp a day, months from now. Even the West Coast accustomed now. Packing the best friend, packing the Cedric, packing the pack, you the packing expression. From the five two, five two, and the only one that fuck three stacks up, come back with a seven. Hand off the light bird, put on the heat, got a hand on the sideburns. Can't on the cam on the stand on the plan on, I can't put your man on it. Hang on, it's my turn. Blue check, you can dream over the browser. Blue set, juice and bring over the founder. Two left, who can clean over the counter? The sous chef still can lean over the counter. Shook hands and whole bunches still in that city where Apollo Creed ain't landing. No punches jumping. I got a contra confidante. I ain't had a offline in time since time for God is my fish. Conquer conscious, conscious, calm the Kanye and stop the counter. Mama trying to stop it. I need a job, I need a rocket. I need patience. My priorities ain't great. Still ain't handle my car, no. Still ain't cancel my car, no. Should be plans about our goals. Chalko said I do all that shit tomorrow. No, I need you. I'm supposed to know I bomb it up and know I vomit up. It's the show. Lick the tip. I send an envelope to go. I might be still in the hype then. Soundbite got me feeling like Tyson. I made a band of faces and I'm charging God. God emancipated. I can't weather no difference. Job ain't better. My business. Forget it. I still got all my life to make better decisions. Shit tomorrow. No, I need you. No, I need you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch 
and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.